0: Hello and welcome to the February 9th, 2023 edition of today's DFS Today's podcast. I'm your host, Kenny Taylor, and I'm going to be running this four game slate solo. First things first, the trade deadline is tomorrow. So make sure you get the DFS Today pass so you can stay up to all the latest movement that happened around the league that may or may not make one of these players a better play. By the end of the day, tomorrow and that. So getting into it, we're going to get into the first game, Denver versus Orlando. Right now there's no total for this game. And when it comes to players who might be out right now, the only players with questionable marks is Murray dealing with a knee injury and Gary Harris dealing with, well, try that, trade deadline. line. Um, Obama is still suspended as well. When it comes to players in this slate, I really do feel like if you want to play the second highest-priced player on the slate, that's something you should only do in cash games tomorrow. He does have an upside, but Jokic's upside seem to be limited in this matchup. But when it comes to cash on a four-game slate, you can't really go wrong with that. On the Magic side, if I'm playing cash, I will probably have some interest in um, Markel Foltz, um, not something that I would probably be doing too much of, but at 5'7, I really do believe you're still gonna get a floor of possibly 18, 20 fantasy points, but the selling probably gonna be limited to around 35. So that's gonna be more of a cash game play for me on that side. Um, when it comes to GPP plays on the Orlando side, I'm actually gonna be looking at the older Wagner, Mo Wagner. Four three seven, three seven his minutes been there all that really matters is are you going to have that center spot to use on him or that utility spot and is he going to hit his shots lately his three pointer hasn't really been falling for him so his upside kind of been low but when it comes to a floor You're looking at about 10 points upside. You're looking at about 30, 35. So, really, just a GPP play, 3 7, can't go wrong with that. Then, on the Denver side, I'm really going to be monitoring who's going to be playing in this game. But at the moment, I do like Aaron Gordon as a good GPP play for 6 8. I really do feel like this is a double, double spot for him going against his old team as well. Plus, his production on the floor. Been borderline r star level. So I really do think you can actually get a selling of 50 fantasy points from um, Aaron Gordon that just sits eight on a four game slate. That's going to be something that would really help you out in any GPP. Moving on to the Nets game, we got Phoenix versus Atlanta. When it comes to injuries to watch out for, we know that Booker and Campaign are both going to be out. Jay Crowder. Might be traded by the end of the day today too. Um, On the Atlanta side, they seem to be fully healthy. Surprisingly, this game has a overall under total of two twenty nine, which probably going to change throughout the day. Um, but when it comes to this game, oof, I really do feel like if you're playing cash, the first player that I would just like migrate towards will be DeAndre Aiden at 7-9. I really do feel like he's going to be extremely chalky for the price tag and the production he's been giving you recently. But at 7-9, I really don't see why you would not consider him to be one of your go-to guys in cash games. Last three games, he averaged almost 50 fantasy points. Um, And, oof, what, last four or five games, he was also giving you a double-double? So like I said, the production is there. He's going up against the Atlanta team in a 230 spread. So always worth a look. When it comes to a GPP play that I like for Phoenix, I'm going to go with Ham Johnson. Again, you really need his shot to be fallen to actually get production out of him since his floor can probably be less than 15 fantasy points. And for 5k that can really get you out of any type of cash game but reason I like him as a gpp play is if his shot's going he's going to be able to get you about three to four three pointers give you a couple rebounds a couple steals probably about 20 actual points that's going to get you about 30 35 drafting points on a four game slate on the Atlanta side I feel like the spend up is really going to be your GPP play. I really don't see too many people going to Trey Young or DeJounte Murray. So however you game script in this matchup, that will be the price upspin. I will go with Atlanta. And then when it comes to the bargain play on the Atlanta side, I would actually have to say Clint Capella, Nat the greatest matchup for him but I really don't see him that getting close to a double double in this matchup so if you're looking for about 25 points 30 points in your cash game for 5-9 that would be a good spot to go for there moving on to the next game we got Chicago versus Brooklyn right now on the Brooklyn side we know that Curry is going to be out the Rand is going to be out and on the Chicago side, as of right now, the only player who's questionable is the Rosen, Caruso, Pat Williams. This game is a little tricky because I don't see a lot of these players being on the roster tomorrow. So going in with the Brooklyn side, Dorian Finney Smith would probably be my favorite cash play from this side of the ball. Um, he's definitely going to be in a new role, but he know how to play minutes, and I really don't see his minutes changing too much. Being integrated into a new team's offense, um, his floor is pretty safe. He's going to get minutes, so he's always going to do something. So for five eight, you're going to get about a floor about twenty points, ceiling of forty points. So. Again, this is more of a cash play than a GPP play. Um, if you do want the GPP play for um, Brooklyn, um, I mean, the this player in the league right now is probably Cam Thomas, but I'm actually not going to go that route for my GPP play. Uh, I'm actually going to go with uh, Spencer. I really think a lot of people going to be off of him um, at the 8-1 price tag plus going to a new team, well, new old team. But I really do feel like you got about a 50-point fantasy point upside in this game, Um, especially if a couple of the Chicago pieces are going to be out. Um, Again, more of a GPP play, but low ownership, 8-1, you can still manage to get one of the bigger stars in your lineup as well. (laughs) On the Chicago side. Ooh! If he's still there, Zach Levine will probably be my favorite play just in this slate in general. But when it comes to GPP play, I really would like Levine in the spot if he's still on the Chicago side. Uh, for sets, you know what you get in with him. Um, if his shots falling, you're gonna oof what fifty fantasy point night from him? But his floor. What, 25, 30? So for eight sits, you do want a little bit more of a floor than that, but I really do feel like in this matchup, especially going to be a little paced up, if Zach could get his shots to fall, that will be an easy 50-point night for just eight sits. When it comes to cash game, I feel like there's not too much safe on that side. So I don't think I'm going to really be playing any um, past game pieces on the Chicago side. Um, if you want another GPP play, if you feel like Levine's not going to get there for you, you might want to throw a couple darts at um, Kobe White for 4K. Outside of that, moving on to the last game of the night, also has no total. We got Milwaukee versus the Los Angeles Lakers. Ooh, right now there's a quite a bit of question marks in this game. Um, on the Milwaukee side, we have Lopez, Anta Tukumo, Ingalls as questionable. Ingles actually confirmed out for this one. Purdy's is actually confirmed out for this one, and Antetokounmpo, Antetokounmpo and Lopez are both questionable. On the Lakers side, we have the regular questionables and LeBron and Anthony Davis. Westbrook is actually out. We don't have any of the new pieces that the Lakers have trying to reinvent this old Minnesota playoff playing team. But when it comes to this, I feel like there's going to be a lot of cheap pieces you could play in the Lakers side. First piece that I will be using in cash game is Troy Brown Jr., at 3-5, you're really getting a player who's probably going to get you 30-plus minutes. And I really do feel like his ceiling isn't the highest, but his floor is almost – honestly, I, I really don't see anybody else in that price tag that would have a floor of 20 points. So I really do feel like that's just a plug-and-play and just build off that when you're making your cash lineups. For GPP, if you really want to pivot off of Brown – I would actually go with Austin Reeves. I really do feel like his role is going to increase, especially with a lot of these players out tomorrow. And I do feel like it's a possibility that the Lakers could be running an eight-man rotation tomorrow night. On the Milwaukee side, when it comes to the GPP play, I'm actually going to go with the highest-priced player on the slate if he plays. I really do feel like a lot of people will be off of Antetokounmpo since the spread in this Laker game will probably not be the highest total on the slate. And I really don't see it being the most competitive game on the slate, especially if either LeBron or Anthony Davis, honestly, if both of them plays, I really don't see this being the most competitive game. So answers Cooper will be my GPP play since we all know what his ceiling can actually be, especially when he costs almost 25% of your salary and his floor Even if he just gets you 26, 28 minutes, he could still get you at least 50 fantasy points. When it comes for my GPP play, I'm going to be going on the man still on a minute's restriction, which is Chris Middleton for 5-5. Again, Lakers are going to be without a lot of pieces, and I really do think Middleton should probably have his easiest matchup going into all-star break in this game. Um, outside of that, if you want to throw a dart, Roy Hashimara is a nice little dart play. You can play for the Lakers in your GPP. He is somebody who's willing to shoot the ball and he has, um, center and power forward eligibility. So you can squeeze him into most lineups. Outside of that, we got the Thrive Fantasy plays. If you are not signed up for it yet, please sign up for it. All you got to do is pick a couple props. They have 10 or so that won't change throughout the night. Make sure you score the highest points since each of these got a points value. And you're going to be able to win yourself. Well, for today's payout, $500. Bigger slates, you get $1,000, $3,000. So always a good thing to actually try out, play. Who knows? You might hit one day. So I'm going to be giving you two plays I like for tomorrow night. First play Is going to be for 110 points. I do like Aaron Gordon over 7.5 total rebounds. Again, I really do feel like this is a great spot for Aaron Gordon. And if some pieces are out, I really do feel like that's just going to increase his playing time a little bit as well with a reduced roster. Second play that I like is Zach Levine over 37.5 points, rebounds, and assists. Again, I really do feel like if he's still on the team, which is a real big key word, still on the team, uh, I really do like him in this matchup. I really don't see him not getting there if he's able to find a shot. Um, But those are the two plays that I like. If you want a third, I know it's going to be the somewhat unpopular one, but I really do see – Cam Thomas being under 27.5 points in assists. All right, that's all I got for tonight. Hopefully you're able to crush your lineups tomorrow. And don't forget, you can find me at Twitter, TikTok, YouTube TV, everything under Orange DFS. I'm talking about basketballs on all levels from NBA to WNBA to college hoops to yearly always talking about basketball all right let's get this